Welcome to Jiri Snacks, snackable episodes about the Jiri exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable Jiri course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can try it out for free by visiting achievable.me, and if you like it, use the code PODCAST to get 10% off. Now, let's get started. Today, we have Bar Sapir from City Test Prep. And if you could just give a brief intro about yourself, that would be great. Sure. Great to be here. I'm Bara Sapir. I'm CEO of City Test Prep and founder of City Test Prep. And we also just launched a new program called MindFlow Speed Reading. And we've been in the test prep space since 2005. I started in 92 at one of the big test prep companies and then was a solopreneur for, for a while and really What we're all about is looking at the whole student, not just making sure that they know content and strategy, but that they've got great time management systems and an optimal mindset. Right. Yeah. And so those are two things that are going to be really crucial for our discussion today, right? Uh, So we're talking about peak performance, right? And I think, did you want to start with the mindset or with the systems as far as peak performance goes? Well, what I want to talk about first is that there's, there's a kind of... Um, a kind of awakening to oneself and one's abilities when you take a standardized test, because all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it's not really anything that you might be passionate about. It might not be anything that you're really looking forward to do. And it's something that everyone has to do the same thing, right? Like there's standards, it's standardized. It's not anything of your personality or charm Mm -hmm. or wit, humor. It's really just about, a test that's very straightforward. However, um, I believe that a lot of these tests are metaphors of who you are in the business world as a, as right. a professional, etc. So peak performance um, is, is in a lot of ways, very personal and intimate to who you are as a person versus the test that you're actually about to embark on. So you have to look at them as two really separate things. Like how do you get yourself excited to study for something that you might find super boring or something that your third grade math teacher told you that you were never going to even be able to balance a checkbook, right? So (laughs) you really need to um, identify who you are when you're going in to take the test and what your past has been and how you show up on the test and really have a have a, a really clear idea of what's, of what's going on and not, um, build yourself up or even tear yourself down. Right. Got it. And and for that, do you have any sort of, I guess, just like structure or feedback or tips for how to do that for yourself? Absolutely. So the first thing that I recommend to everybody is to do, um, to, to take a diagnostic test, right? Mm-hmm. You want to take a diagnostic test by the real writers of the test. So we're talking about GRE here. We're going to want to see an ETS test. And right. if it was GMAC, you know, GMAT, it would be GMAC. If it was LSAT, it would be the LSAT. So you want to take a real test and you want to do it under timed conditions. Now, you might not want yes. to go in to take a real test, but you want to actually set yourself up to see what it really feels like and who you are. And you not only want to see what you're answering incorrectly, but understand like how you're answering it incorrectly to identify whether there's any patterns. So with peak performance, part of it is like understanding where your strengths and weaknesses lie and also just having a real open heart and a lot of, you know, compassion for yourself about that. Because Mm -hmm. all of this 
their skills and you can learn it. And even if you can't learn something in what's going on, you can still learn how to actually move through the test. Like let's say you just hate mm -hmm. averages. For whatever reason, you just hate averages. Well, then it's fine. Then maybe you're going to have a coping mechanism of just not doing questions that are averages because you're going to give yourself time to do another kind of question that you actually always perform well on. So mm -hmm. you want to get a real clear, sober view of who you are on the test starting out and then create a system for yourself of studying, whether that's with a tutor, a group, an online course, um, a book, whatever it is, however you're going to make it so that you have content mastery, test taking strategy, get those in place, make sure you're getting the best um the best way that you know how to learn, I mean, you can look at your learning style if you want. Like, are you a visual learner? Are you, do you learn by listening? But you want to really take the, I mean, I really think this is like the most practical piece here because you can't get into the mindset of peak performance unless you really believe that you're doing the best that you can do. So you really can't dupe yourself. You might be able to dupe other people, mm -hmm. but you have to really believe yourself that you can do this. And so all of these little steps are giving yourself permission and the invitation to actually have peak performance and believe that you can do it. You can't, if you don't believe you can do it, then gaining peak performance mindset is going to be super difficult. Right. Well, and also the other thing to remember too, is that um, this test, if this test were something that it was, everyone could get a perfect score on, it wouldn't really be a very useful test. Right. And it it's like doing peak performance is your peak performance given your circumstances. It's Absolutely. not it's not that, you know, if you have a peak performance mindset, you'll get a one seventy on each section. It's more that you're trying to get yourself to the best place for you. Exactly. And not everyone you know, like you really have to only be thinking about yourself here. The only person that you're really competing against is yourself, meaning that mm. you want to be your own best ally. So you can't dupe yourself. You have to believe that you're able to do it and that you actually have data that shows that you've been able to do the questions correctly. And if you have, if you answer, um, if you're being careless or you're, you're doing something that you know that you typically do, then you want to correct that ahead of time. So peak performance, um, really, I mean, one of the best ways of getting into the mindset of peak performance is to see yourself the way that you want to see yourself. You want to see yourself mm -hmm. as confident, focused, um, on your game in the time kind of frame that you're, you're wanting to see yourself. And one way of doing that, one, one initial exercise I like doing with students is who do they know? that actually could do amazing, right? Like, do you think about mm -hmm. Oprah or do you think about Barack Obama or do you think about your your college professor, right? Or whatever, she, however she performed, right? So think about who would do amazing on the test and imagine you're taking the test and what would they do, right? Like mm -hmm. WW blank do, like WW blank D. And imagine that you're almost inside of them and what it feels like to be able to take the test confident, focused on your game, feeling really good mm -hmm. and see what that feels like. And then you slowly want to actually move yourself so that you're the person who's taking the test and you feel that they're actually inside of you and they're mm -hmm. actually wanting 
you know, they're the ones that are like helping you. They're, they're whispering in your ear. I remember I read this book when I was in grade school, like play the Bach deer, I think was the name of it. And it was about this teacher that would hide out in a piano and the student never wanted to practice the piano, but the teacher said, don't worry at the recital, I'm going to be inside of the piano and you just have to know where your fingers go, but you're not going to have to play because I'm going to play the the piece from inside the piano. So it's similar to that, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then at the recital, actually the student knew all the places that their fingers needed to go to play the Bach. But when they looked out in the audience, they saw the teacher was there and they were not actually in the piano and they were playing the Bach. So it's similar to that, right? You are in control. You start to feel that they're inside of you, but then they could actually be removed. And then you can be the person who's who's taking the test and feeling confident and feeling on your game. So, so you can have that mentor there at all Mm -hmm. times. Yeah, that's great. So then when you're talking next, I feel like the sort of follow up to that is to how, what are the, the strategies you can employ or the things you can do to set yourself up for peak performance, right? Like obviously study, but I think there's, we're going to go into a different direction than that. We are going to go into a way different direction than that. So we have all been victorious in different times in our lives, right? We've all actually Mm. had wins and you want to really think about what are some of the wins that you've had and what did that feel like, right? right? So you think about a time when you actually, it could have been that you taught someone you know, a game. It could be that when you were playing basketball, you got like this amazing hoop and that feeling of exhilaration that that wells up in your body, you remember that. And then if you close your eyes and you remember that feeling, you can imagine you have a little knob in your mind and you can twist it. And if it was something that you felt, make it more intense. If it was something that was colorful, like make that color more intense. If it was a sound, make it louder, whatever it is, however you experience that victory, you want to magnify it and ex- and just make it a more intense experience in your imagination. Feel that in your body, right? You want to just rev that up so that you can actually achieve that as you're doing these, these questions, these all of the mm-hmm. review, all of the study. You want to actually have part of your review be this this sort of victory training, right? Of feeling good, of feeling focused, of feeling on your game. And so that's one of the ways that I help students get into peak performance and imagine that they're taking the test and they feel that victory, like you can merge them together. With hypnosis and NLP, you can actually allow your, your, your brain to allow your mind to train yourself to have those positive feelings. And if you do it enough times ahead of time, then when you go into the test, you're just more naturally going to enter that same mindset and that same headspace. Conversely, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're someone who's dreading the test and hate doing it and dragging yourself to it, you're actually in the process of training yourself to do the opposite of it, which is why mm-hmm. you want to be very conscious and intentional about the mindset training part of this and the peak performance is training yourself to get into that headspace. It's not just telling yourself that you're going to feel good and you're going to do fine and that it's all okay. It's actually engaging the time, energy, and resources into being that person with peak performance. And if you listen to any athlete uh, from the Olympics that talks about their mindset, they all have these these processes. So what we do with students, what I do with students and have been doing, you know, since around 2005 
is getting them into this headspace. It's really training your brain, training your mindset, giving yourself this optimal invitation to be your best self. Right. Okay. And when you're talking about being your best self in the context of this test, right, do you feel like it's helpful to try and be specific to the test, right? Like, say, like, I'm going to, like, answer all the math questions correctly because I know I prepared or, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to not have anxiety because like, I know that I'm like calm today and, you know, I've prepared for this thing. Like, or are you trying to be more general? I think specificity is the way to go, but I also think Mm -hmm. that you don't want to give yourself a diet of words like anxiety or not feeling well, that really your Mm -hmm. whole, your whole word salad should be positive And you want to remind yourself that you've done this before. You really don't want to speak at yourself. You want to set the course, the pathway, you know, days, weeks, you know, month or two ahead of time as being part of your training of really being the best that you can be. If you've answered a question correctly, you give Mm -hmm. yourself a gold star. Like, I totally rocked out on this and I know that I can do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can do self-hypnosis about being in that headspace and seeing yourself the way that you want to see yourself rather than who you don't want to be. Like you want that to not be part of your process because we all have good and bad qualities. We all have ways of, of handling things. And the more we focus on like like what, what we resist persists. And if we talk about mm-hmm. I don't want to feel anxiety and I don't want to feel crappy, it's like, great. What do you want to feel? I want to have the desired state of feeling great. I know how to feel great. I've done this math before. I totally can do this. It's going to be exactly as I've seen it before, just different numbers. There's not going to be any surprises. And if it is, that's kind of weird, but I'm just not going to get bent out of shape because I know that I can actually ride the wave of all of this and I can do it. I have done it and I've done combination questions. I've done reading comprehension. I've I've totally rocked out on this during diagnostics and I'm going to do it again. And I'm totally psyched because I'm going to show myself that I actually can show up for myself. And that's all you need to do is just show up and be present. You don't really need to worry about any of the other pieces because you've trained yourself for it. If you watch a tennis match or you go to a concert, the, mm-hmm. the person who's performing is not thinking about, oh, my arm has to be at this certain angle or I need to hit this particular note. It's about being in the moment that we actually celebrate people and you want to celebrate yourself by being in the moment. And if something comes up and throws you for a curveball, having the coping skills and the pieces in place to actually ride that, ride that hump. Right. Yeah. I think this is, this is all fantastic, particularly on the mindset piece. And I want to now see if we can maybe for the next part, go into like application of these ideas. Right. Um, so what are some techniques that you recommend either for people during sort of their prep phase to like get into this right mindset Mm -hmm. and then also for the day of the test, right? Like actually applying what they've learned. Sure. So we actually have, um, an audio course that's like five plus hours that deals with the different aspects of peak performance. And part of that is retention and recall. Part of that is confidence building. Part of that is just, is just calm, Right. So you want to identify for yourself what it is that you want to feel when you go in to take the test. Some people are really hyper and they want to just be super calm, super present, mm-hmm. 
be able to take pauses, not move too fast. Other students might actually need to quicken their pace, right? So it's really identifying for yourself what it is that you need and then setting into, into motion how you're going to get there. So I always feel that peak performance is really about, like I said, being aware in the moment. So you want to do exercises that are going to help you become more aware prior to taking the test. One way of doing that is looking at your own your own habits and things that you do and change them up. If you go to work or if you go to work a certain path in your car or walking, then you want to change that up, right? You want to give yourself the opportunity to just be alert that you're not just going through the motions, right? Because mm-hmm. going through the motions means that we follow, we might be doing things habitually and not being as self-aware. So for example, if you always brush your teeth with your right hand, you're going to want to maybe brush your teeth with your left hand for a week. If you always, you know, drink coffee first thing in the morning, maybe you're going to want to drink tea, right? You just want to set up yourself in recognizing that you have patterns and be aware that you're either choosing them or not. So that when you go in to take the test, you're just more aware and more present, right? So that's one way that you can actually um, just lift that veil off of just kind of sleepwalking through life, right? So it's really just um, giving yourself permission to do that. And then you want to set into motion things like gratitude, right? Like you can create a Mm -hmm. gratitude journal. So at night, you can actually write down five to 10 things that you feel grateful for for that day. In the morning, you can write down five or 10 things that you're looking forward to that day. And it's just about giving yourself these moments, really being mindful, right? This is all mindful practices of setting intention and being more aware. When you're in that place, it's much easier to then see yourself in the times that you were actually already exhibiting peak performance, already being victorious, already doing things in the best, most efficient, most productive way. So identify what isn't in place the way you want it and then creating systems and solutions to actually get yourself see yourself as leaving the test center feeling totally amazing because you totally rocked out on the test what does that feel like what are you going to do next who are you going to call how are you going to celebrate right making that movie and and then seeing yourself in that movie over and over again yeah I love that. That's fantastic. Is there anything else you wanted to share on this topic as we're wrapping up? Peak performance? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that it needs to be believable. I mentioned this in the mm-hmm. beginning that, that let's say you haven't studied, but you've got like all this confidence. Well, it's great that you've got all this confidence, but if you haven't studied and you haven't done all of the, the training that you need to, and if you, you haven't seen your score where you want it to be on a diagnostic test, it's Mm -hmm. kind of, it's, it's not going to necessarily show up on test day, right? Just having confidence and just feeling like you're the cat's meow is not enough. Like you actually have to have in place the content mastery, the practice, the strategy, understanding your mistakes and learning from them, knowing that it's amazing that you've made the mistake now because you can learn from it rather than going in to take the test. Understanding what your timing is, right? So you don't want to have a mm-hmm. false sense of your greatness. Like we're all amazing creatures. We're all snowflakes, all unique, all special. We really, really are. 
But you really actually want to have the data and the proof that you can do this so that when you go in to take the test, you're like, I'm totally on this today. I've done it. I can do it again. And I'm totally psyched because after I do this, I'm not going to have to take the test again. Right. Right. And that's kind of tying back. I mean, at the very beginning, we talked about there's mindset and then there's actually having the techniques. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's you the as good as your mindset can be, it won't substitute actually knowing how to do the problems on the test as much as it would be nice. No, no. But, you know, conversely, if you know all the content and you've got amazing form, but you've got anxiety or lack of focus or don't feel calm, that can yeah, negative mindset. Yeah. yeah, that can completely compromise your performance. So all of these things are married. All of these things work mm-hmm. together really really well because it's even if you do muddle through and score well on the test it might be a really miserable experience right you might be suffering and there's no reason to suffer through this it's such a doable um it's such a doable thing and such a practical matter of just getting into the best headspace and giving yourself permission to know that that you actually can do this You've seen yourself do it, and so you can go in and do it. And and I think that that's super, super important, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much. This has been GRE Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Bara Sapir from City Test Prep. Achievable has a great online GRE course you can try for free at achievable.me. And if you like it, use the code podcast to get 10% off.